Hello, everybody, and welcome to Thematic Commander. My name is Jason. I love Magic the Gathering, and I also love building themed EDH decks. On this channel, I'm going to take some of your favorite stories, TV shows, lore, game mechanics, and turn them into playable EDH decks that still tell a story. Thanks, everybody, and on to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Thematic Commander. This week, we're going to be looking at Mere Tribal with Brutaclad, Telcor Engineer. Hey, Flaps. What are we gonna do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I've got it. Let's flap over the east side of the jungle. They've always got a bit of action, a bit of a swinging scene, all right? Ah, come off it. Things are right and dead all over. You mean you wish they were? <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Okay. So what we're gonna do? I don't know. What do you wanna do? Look, Flaps. First I say what we're gonna do. Then you say, I don't know, what do you wanna do? Then I say what we're gonna do, you say what you wanna do, what we're gonna do, what you want. Let's do something. Okay. What do you want to do? Blimey. There you go again. The same notes again. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. Uh, sorry that it took me a little while to get this episode out. I've just been having problems. I was actually trying to buy a brand new computer. It came in. I set it up, turned it on, and then it just didn't want to work. Uh, it would freeze and everything like that. So right now I'm sending it back to get a new computer. So we're still on the old rig. But that's okay. Just uh, just like I said, this week we're going to be going over Brutaclad Telcor Engineer. Brutaclad is a four blue-red legendary artifact creature artificer. It is a 4-4, four -four, I would say. Creature tokens you control have haste. At the beginning of your combat, on your turn, create a 2-1 blue mirror artifact creature token. Then you may choose a token you control. If you do, each other token you control becomes a copy of that token. So I made what I've been wanting to make for a while because I had all the pieces and I really like the tribe. I made a mirror tribal theme for this guy. Uh, so mirror appear in all of the five colors, but I think this blue-red and him being able to make mirror, and he kind of looks like a mirror too, just kind of fits the theme better that I'd like to be going for. So a little bit of history on Brutaclad. Brutaclad is a mirror-like completed artifact creature who is able to meld flesh and metal into glorious harmony. During the time, time spiral crisis, he was transported through a time rift from the possible future to Dominaria. His appearance seems to hint that in that future, Domin Dominaria will be conquered by the new Phyrexians. So kind of relevant right now in the storyline, we're up to a point where Karin is actually going back to face uh, his mistakes on Dominaria. Uh, now, a little bit of history behind the mirror. So, and this is a good place to pick up, because it all starts with Karin. So, Karin, becoming a planeswalker, at the time he became a planeswalker, decided that he wanted to make a world uh, of his own. He went off and created Mirrodin, which you're probably familiar with from Scars of Mirrodin and Mirrodin Besieged, uh, and now New Phyrexia and maybe even the original Mirrodin. Uh, on Mirrodin, it was a plane completely devoid of what we would consider uh, real life and organic matter. Uh, 
Karin eventually got the urge to leave and go off and travel the multiverse again because I have these planeswalker powers. Why would I want to stay in one world? So what he did is he actually left golems, so constructs that he created. So constructs that he created uh, to guard the plane and watch over it for him while he was gone. One of these golems was Memnark. Uh, Memnark ended up going mad from the Phyrexian oil that Karin had actually brought to the plane, became obsessed with becoming a planeswalker himself, just like his creator, and going off and traveling the multiverse. He ended up creating the mirror to be servants of his, to go around the plane and seek out any subjects that would have a spark. Well, he also realized at some point that you need to be a living creature to have a spark. So Memnar created these portals and dragged living creatures from other planes through. That's why we have Leonin and humans and elves and other beasts from other planes on this world is because Memnar really wanted to figure out how do I get a spark? So the mirror would go out and they would go and search for the mirror would go out and they would search for different creatures that might have this talent within them uh, and also would perform different tasks for Memnark that he would need. That's why there's so many different varieties of mirror. There is some thought that the mirror actually have their own intelligence. They're not just robots being controlled uh, by Memnark. But this doesn't really come up until after Memnark is taken out of the picture uh, by Karin. The mirror, after their life with uh, being controlled by Memnark went on to... There's an origin story that was told by Tamio. You can go and read. Uh, it was one of the stories that Tamio read during the Shadows Over Innistrad to calm down Jace when he was kind of going through his uh, craziness on the plane. But it's kind of an origin story about how the Mirror started to become more self-sufficient and diverse in their own reality, or in their own plane. Now the Mirror are all different varieties. They're super cute. I always thought when I was looking at them when I was a kid that the giant joint that's on the side of their head that keeps them, keeps their heads rotating up and down, I thought that was their eye and that they kind of looked like the version of the vultures from Robin Hood. And and it always seemed kind of silly. But then when somebody pointed out that the two little holes beneath that joint were actually the eyes. I was kind of like, oh, okay. I always thought those were the nostrils. But they're still cute. I still think they're awesome. They work together. Meal Battle Sphere is this giant ball of mirror rolling down the way. Uh, the mirror did end up getting corrupted by the Phyrexian oil during Mirrored and Besieged into New Phyrexia. So they still exist. They're presumably serving underneath whatever Praetor that their color alignment sends with, or maybe they're still processing whatever functions that they had before they got corrupted, but now just corrupted. If we ever see a Mirrodin Reborn or uh, a Return to Mirrodin, or maybe even if there's a way to cure Phyrexian Oil, we might see Mir get reborn into a Hivemind-esque, Sliver-esque creature type. Uh, but for right now, we do have some Mir with Infect in the deck. We also do have a second theme in the deck, which would be golems. Not This isn't a huge one. I really just tried to keep to some important golems and some golems that really work with the deck. Like, we do have Memnark, because he's vital to the Mere creation story. And we also do still have uh, Bosch Iron Golem, because he was another golem that was left by Karin on the plane before he left. 
Bruticlad is kind of interesting. There's not a whole lot of lore for him right now. Uh, I mean, we could see him in whatever time we go back to New Phyrexia. He might be the possible future for when Karin goes to face what he ultimately created. He is very much a Phyrex New Phyrexian-esque looking creature. I don't know what his original form might have been, but he might be what's leading the mirror right now, like their type of hive mind. But I really would like to see his, more story about him and his character flushed out a little bit more in the story. So with that, we're going to be going on to the next section, the deck tech. See you there. All is not as it seems, for the struggle is far from over. In consuming our world, the infectors have become infected. So, in the next section, here we go. We're going to start with our commander, Bruticlad, Telcor Engineer. I did say it before, so if you just want to go back, uh, the key things we're going to be looking for here are the token creation of the mirror, because we do have a few things that synergize with our mirror, and creature tokens do have haste that you control. So that's going to be good for us when we want to be swinging in for a lot of damage. The first category we're going to look at is the Karin slash Story cards. So we have Bosch, Iron Golem, 8 mana, 6, 7, Trample, you can fling things at people. He's legendary too. Just like I said, he's just one of the original golems that were on the plane that Karn made that uh, helped overthrow Memnarch. And then we have Memnarch. Memnarch is 7 mana, 4, 5. He steals a lot of creatures, steals a lot of permanents, uh, mostly steals artifacts. If you pay 1 blue blue, target permanent becomes an artifact in addition to its other types, and then you can pay three and a blue, gain control of target artifact. There's just going to be a lot of times where you can gain control of target artifact, which is great for three and a blue. But essential to the story, if you're going to have the mirror. Then we have a few different versions of Karin. So we have Karin, Karin Liberated, which was from New Phyrexia. Seven mana, six loyalty, has a plus four, target player exiles a card from their hand, minus three, exile permanent, and then minus 14, exile, or restart the game with all exiled permanents that were exiled by Karn. Uh, great representation of Karn, or <laughs> great card for Karn in this storyline is because he's on Mirrodin when he is being liberated. Then we have Karn, Scion of Urza, uh, four mana, five loyalty, it's a draw effect, or it's a factor fiction effect with a draw effect, and you can also start making constructs, uh, so it plays into our token theme. Then we have the original Karn, Karn Silver Golem. Now, you might not be f that familiar with this one. I'll read it out real quick. Five mana, legendary creature artifact, 4-4. Four, four. Whenever Karn blocks or becomes blocked, it gets minus four, plus four, until end of turn, and you can pay one mana target non-artifact creature is, or no, 
target non-artifact creature is an artifact creature with power and toughness equal to its casting cost this turn. So this means if you turn, like, a mana crypt into a creature, it dies immediately. Or if, say, somebody's casting a wrath and you just want to get rid of a bunch of rocks that are on the battlefield, you can pay one and kind of have that wrath insurance with him. Then we have what I would consider probably one of the most powerful Karns, uh, Karn the Great Creator, four mana, five loyalty, has the passive ability, activated abilities of artifacts your opponent's control can't be activated. That's kind of crazy. Uh, plus one target non-artifact creature becomes an artifact creature with power toughness uh, equal to its converted mana cost. And then a minus two. This only this only really works with maybe if you exile something of yours with Karin, you can drag it back with uh, Karin the Grey Creator and kind of get around if you don't want to make enemies or if you just want to keep that card from getting discarded for some reason then we have um a couple of tokens or a couple more golems in precursor golem i uh, may not be too familiar with this one five mana three three when it enters the battlefield put two three three golem artifact creature tokens into the battlefield again more tokens whenever a player casts an instant or sorcery that targets a single golem that player copies that spell for each other golem that spell could target each copy, each copy targets a different one of those golems. So you have to be a little careful if you're trying to get your overrun with persistent or with golems that you don't have this golem out, and your opponent has even just a path to exile. You could just end up getting your entire board wiped. And then we have our last card in this category being Soul of New Phyrexia. I chose this one because it maybe it could just be a giant mirror. Uh, Soul of New Phyrexia is 6 mana, 6-6, six, six, Trample, 5 mana, Permanence you control, gain Indestructible until end of turn, Eight, 5, Exile Soul of New Phyrexia from your graveyard, Permanence you control, gain tram- er, gain Indestructible until end of turn. So yeah, maybe that's just a big mirror that's finally been Phyrexianized, walking through the plane. Maybe mirrors are the new soul. <laughs> Phyrexia. Then we'll move into our probably our biggest category here, being Mirror. So I'm just going to go through real quick, and if there's any that are kind of interesting and I want to point out, I'll stop on them, but for the most part. Alloy Mirror, 3, three mana, 2-2, two, two, Mirror, add, taps to add 1 mana of any color. Probably our least impressive Mirror in the entire deck, but I think it's kind of needed for some of the combos and some of the other things that you want to get going with this deck. Genesis Chamber, 2-mana artifact. Whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield, creates a 1-1 untapped mirror creature token. So this is just, if anybody puts a non-token creature into battlefield, you get a 1. Or, they get a 1-1. So, but it also benefits us most, because we do the most with tokens. Iron Mirror, this is our mana rock mirror that adds 1 red. Lone Stole, Lone, Lone Stole Mirror, 4-mana, 2-2. Two, two. Trample. Tap and untap artifact you control. It gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. So now if we get these giant board of all of our one ones, but we just don't feel like swinging with all of them, and we just want to swing with one, we can end up swinging with him. Mirror Battle Sphere. Seven mana, four, seven. When it enters the battlefield, you get four one, one colorless mirror creature tokens. Whenever Mirror Battle Sphere attacks, you may tap X, untap mirrors you control. 
Mirror Battlesphere gets plus X plus O until end of turn and deals X damage to that player or Planeswalker it's attacking. Mirror Battlesphere, probably one of our stronger mirrors ever created kind of for this. If you start getting tokens of Mirror Battlesphere, it just really ends up being detrimental to whoever you're attacking. Uh, It's also good just as a token generator. You're going to end up having quite a few mirror tokens on the battlefield with Genesis Chamber, with Mirror Battlesphere, with Brutaclad. So now being able to, or even with Brutaclad, being able to make all of your tokens into mirrors. uh, So that Mirror Battlesphere could be a one-shot fireball to somebody's face. Mirror Galvanizer. Now, this is one of our combo pieces, so it's pretty important that we end up getting a token copy of this. So Mirror Galvanizer is three is three mana for a 2-2. Other mirrors you control get plus one, plus one until end of turn. And then this is the most important ability. One mana, tap, untap each other mirror you control. So if you end up getting a copy of Mirror Galvanizer onto the battlefield, and you have a way to, at the very least, produce two mana with one of your mirror. You can tap the two mana, untap mirror galvanizer. Now, at this point, you have infinite untaps of mirrors, but not infinite mana. But now if you can have, say you have an iron mirror and a palladium mirror out, now you have infinite colorless and infinite red to play with at that point. Because you tap one mirror galvanizer. In response, you tap both your mirrors that tap for mana, then still in response you tap the copy of Mirror, Gal- Mirror Galvanizer, untap all your Mirror, and keep it going till you have infinite mana. And then with infinite mana we have a few uh, dumps that we can put them into. Mirror Incubator. Now, six mana artifact. Six tap, sacrifice Mirror Incubator. Search your library for any number of artifact cards. Remove them from the game. So this is a little dangerous. Then put that many 1-1 mirror artifact creature tokens into play. Then shuffle your library. So now that we have Brutaclad, we can give them all haste. So we can kind of end the game if we want to. Just exile all of our artifacts, which we do have quite a few. And make all the token copies into something. Swing out, kill somebody. This is just our thing we can do end of turn if we want to. Or if we just need... An extra five mirror for our mirror battle sphere, or something like that. We can end up get using mirror incubator. So now for another one of our combo combo payoffs, but also combo generator. Mirror matrix, five mana artifact. Mirror matrix is indestructible. All mirror you control. Oh, all mirror get plus one plus one, and then it has five mana. Put a mirror artifact creature token into play. Now that doesn't say tap. So that's really good for us. We can use this with another card that is going to come up, which is Mana Echoes. And if we have enough Mirror out, we can just actually make Infinite Mirror and Infinite Man, and have Infinite Mana at the end of that chain that we'd like to have. And we'll, mirror, we'll read Mana Echoes a little later. Mirror Propagator. Now this is just because it's a mirror. I want to have some more flavor. Three mana. It also makes token copies. Three mana, one, one. Pay three, tap it, put a copy of Mirror Propagator uh, onto the battlefield. It's a Mirror Artifact. Mirror Reservoir. Now, this can get back some of our key Mirror that we need to have. Three mana Artifact. Tap 
add two mana to your mana pool, spend this mana to cast mere spells or activate mere abilities. And then it also has another ability, three, tap, return target mirror from your graveyard to your hand. So if we end up losing that mirror galvanizer early or that mirror battle sphere early, we can always get it back with uh, mirror reservoir. Mirror retriever, also another recursion spell here. Two mana, one, one. When it dies, you can return an artifact from your graveyard to your hand. Mirror sire. Now this is a good one to skull clamp to draw some extra cards. Two mana, one, one, mirror. When it dies, create a mirror. Also, it kind of helps us out with our Clock Clan Ironworks. We have Mirror Turbine, five mana artifact, tap makes a mirror, tap five, or tap it, and five mirror you can, five untapped mirror you control, search your library for a mirror, put it onto the battlefield, great tutor. Mirror Welder, three mana, one four, imprint, so imprint means tap, exile target artifact card from a graveyard. Mirror Welder has all activate abilities of all cards exiled with this. So that can be another copy of our Mirror Galvanizer, which we do have to be a little careful with because then if we exile it, the only way to end up getting it back is going to be with uh, Card and the Great Creator. But that's because that's good that we have that option to get back our Mirror with Card and Great Creator. Um, but it also can set us up for, again, having infinite mana combos. Palladium Mirror, very important as well for... The Galvanizer combo, three mana, two, two, mirror, taps to add two colors to your mana pool. Perilous Perilous Mirror, two mana, one, one. When it dies, it deals two damage to any target. I think that there's probably a way to have an infinite combo with this, but it's also good if we just get it under like a Mimic Vat, then we can make a copy of it, make all of our copies into them, sack them all, and just maybe burn somebody out. But there's probably a way to kind of combo off in this deck with this. Plague Mirror, two mana, one, one, in fact, taps to add one mana of any, co- or one colorless mana to your mana pool. Sarcomit Mirror, two, blue, two, one. You can pay two, it gains flying, or you can pay two and sacrifice it and draw a card. And now this is the only mirror that has flavor text that has Bruticlad mentioned in it. So I'm going to read the flavor text real quick. A horrible sight, yes, but the sound, its twanging tendons and grinding gears are almost musical. Quoted from Bruticlad, Telcor Engineer. So yes, this did originally appear in Future Sight. So this is kind of a... It almost kind of looks like Bruticlad a little bit in the way that it's designed. So that's kind of cool. Shimmer Mirror. Shimmer Mirror is pretty good for us as well. Three mana, two, two, Mirror. It has Flash. And you may cast artifact spells as though they had Flash. Shrine of Loyal Legion. Two mana, Artifact. At the beginning of your upkeep, or whenever you cast a white spell. Yeah, we're not going to be casting a whole lot of white spells. Put a charge counter on shi- Shimmer, or put a charge counter on Shrine of Loyal Legion. You can pay three, tap it, sacrifice Shrine, put a one-one colorless mirror artifact creature token onto the battlefield for each charge counter on it. So this is just a way to kind of build up our army, set it out on turn two, just keep getting one-one charge counters on it. We could also play another mirror that I'm not playing at the moment, which allows us to put charge counters on permanence, but you're going to find that that's basically our only thing that we're going to be putting charge counters on. And then our last mana mirror that we can play is Silver Mirror. 
two mana, one one, taps to add one blue to your mana pool. So those are all of our mirror. Uh, there's quite a few more mirror you could play, but these are the ones that I've chose kind of because they're the best of the best and they allow us to wheel into our combos a little bit easier. Uh, a few of the creatures that I think are just really good for the deck as well here. So Steel Overseer, two mana, one, one, tap, put a plus one, plus one counter on each artifact creature you control. Metalwork Colossus, four or 11 mana, 10, 10. Metalwork Colossus costs X less to cast, where X is the total converted mana cost of non-creature artifacts you control. And then it's also a sack outlet. Having sack two artifacts, return Metalwork Colossus from your graveyard to your hand. Master of Ethereum, two and a blue. Artifact creature, Vidalcan Wizard. Master of Ethereum's power and toughness is equal to the number of artifacts you control. Other artifacts you control get plus one, plus one. And then Kadaltha Forge Master. Five mana, three, five. Sacrifice, tap, sacrifice, three artifacts. Search your library for an artifact card. Put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. For some more token creation and token-themed cards for our deck, we have Mechanized Production, two blue, blue. Artifact, Enchant, Aura. Enchant artifact you control at the beginning of your upkeep. Create a token... That's a copy of Enchanted Artifact. Then, if you control eight or more artifacts with the same name as one another, you win the game. So we're going to end up getting a lot of... That doesn't exclude tokens. So we're going to end up getting a lot of tokens uh, that hopefully will have eight, put one on a mechanized production, and win the game. Mimic Vat, three mana, artifact, imprint. Whenever a non-token creature dies, you may exile this that card. If you do... Return each other card exiled with Mimic Vat to its owner's graveyard. So this is a little bit of Grave Hate as well, which I really like. I like running Mimic Vat because there are a lot of powerful creatures that are going to the graveyard. So it's always good to have a way to make sure that they don't hit the graveyard in case there's a reanimator deck. It also has an activability of three tap, create a token that is a copy of exiled card with Mimic Vat. It gains haste and exile it at the beginning of the end step. So, obviously, we're going to be making a lot of crazy tokens. Brutaclad can make those tokens, all of our tokens, into the same things, and end up winning the game for us, hopefully. Mirrored and Besieged? No, not the set. <laughs> the enchantment. Two and a blue. Enchantment. As Mirrored and Besieged enters the battlefield, choose Mirrodin or Phyrexia. If you choose Mirrodin... Whenever you cast an artifact spell, create a 1-1 mirror artifact creature token. If you choose Phyrexian, at the beginning of your end step, draw a card, then discard a card. Then if there are 15 or more artifact cards in your graveyard, target opponent loses the game. So that's not target player wins the game, that's target opponent loses the game. So you better be sure you're a 1v1 or you have a, such a dominating board position that when you kill someone, everybody's not going to gun for you. So just be careful with Mirrored and Besieged. Retrofitter Foundry, one mana, three. It has the activated abilities. It's an artifact. Three, untap Retrofitter Foundry. Two, tap, create a 1-1 one, one servo token artifact. One, tap, sacrifice a servo, create a 1-1 one, one thopter. Uh, then just tap 
sacrifice a thopter, create a 4-4 construct artifact creature token. Then we have Sahili Sublime Artificer. Has a passive... It's one... Is it... Is it... Legendary Planeswalker. Whenever you cast a non-creature token... Or, sorry. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, create a 1-1 colorless servo artifact creature token. Minus two... Target artifact you control becomes a copy of another target artifact or creature you control until end of turn, except it is an artifact in addition to its other type. A She starts with five loyalty. Psy Master Thopterus, two and a blue, one four. Whenever you cast an artifact, create a one one Thopter artifact creature token with flying. One and a blue, sacrifice two artifacts, draw a card. Spell Swindle, three blue blue, instant counter target spell, and then you create that many treasure tokens. And then Storm the Vault, two blue red legendary enchantment. Whenever one or more creatures you control deal combat damage to a player, create a treasure token, and uh, then it has a flipped ability, which is just a Tolarian Academy. So that is all of our token creators besides our actual commander then we have our token creators so we have crackling doom uh, which is a flashback that creates a token copy it's also an instant token copy of one of our creatures clone legion seven and a seven blue blue create a token of each each creature an opponent control or target player control so you can target yourself masterful replication five and a blue instant you either create three, two, three, three golems, or choose target artifact you control, and each other artifact you control becomes a copy of that artifact until end of turn, like a mini Brutoclad. Quasi-duplicate, uh, two blue-blue, create a token copy, jumpstart, uh, where you can just discard a card, a, you may just discard a card to cast this from your graveyard, do it again. Sahili's Artistry, another token copy for blue-blue, choose one or both, you... Create a token copy of target artifact, or create a token copy of target creature, except it is an artifact into, additional, into its additional types. And then another six mana spell in Sublime Epiphany, four blue-blue, has choose one or more, counter-target spell, counter-target activate ability, return target non-artifact permanent to its owner's hand, create a token copy of target creature you control, uh, target player draws a card. You can probably get, most of the time... Four out of f- four out of the five all played in once. Now we have our ramp section a little bit in Arcane Signet, Everflowing Chalice. Uh, that's another charge counter thing. Maybe we could run that other mirror. Is it Signet? Clock Clan Ironworks. So now this one, not, maybe not everybody's familiar with. Four mana artifact, sacrifice an artifact, add two mana to your mana pool. It also has a picture of two goblins throwing a mirror into a furnace to be used as mana. So that's kind of funny. Mindstone, Mox Opal. Now, the Mox Opal is just because I pulled it in the recent Double Masters set. You don't have to run Mox Opal. It's really up to you. It's, I mean, you can replace it with any kind of mana rock that you want to. Soul Ring, and then Talisman of Creativity, which is just one of the Talisman cycles. 
For protection, we we are playing Darksteel Forge. We can get that with Kadaltha Forge Master if we'd like to. Mana Echoes. Now, this is one of the most important or one of the more important combo pieces that we have in. Two red red enchantment. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield, you may add an amount of colorless equal to your equal to the number of creatures you control that share a creature type with it. So, like I was saying with Mirror Matrix, if you have five mirror already on the battlefield and you're able to just create one more mirror or put another mirror out and gain five mana, you can use Mirror Matrix and just make infinite mirror. So say you have that last mirror come out, you have five mana from Mana Echoes, pay that five mana into Mirror Matrix, make a 1-1, one, one. now you have six mirror out. Now you get six colorless mana. Pay it in again, seven, eight, and so on and so forth. So Mana Echoes really works well with that. We also have a lot of high casting colorless spells that we can use Mana Echoes mana with anyways. So even if we're producing three or four mana with it, we can still use it to cast our Karns or a giant Everflowing Chalice on the back end. Few draw effects. We have Joy, Joy. We have Joyra, Weatherlight Captain, two blue, white, or no, two blue, red, three, three. Whenever you cast a historic spell, draw a card. Historic spells are artifacts, legends, and sagas are historic. So, just a really good draw effect. We get it down, we cast a mirror. And these are cast, not come into play triggers. So, if you're getting token copies, it doesn't really help, but it is a good draw effect. Mystic Forge, four mana. You may look at the top card of your library at any time. You may cast the top card of your library if it's an artifact or a colorless non-land card. And then you can tap, pay one life, exile the top card of your library. Padim, Council of Innovation, another protection card. Three blue, one four artifacts you control have hexproof. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control an artifact with the highest converted mana cost, or tied for the highest converted mana cost, you draw a card. Probably one of our best draw effects here, Skull Clamp. One mana, equipped creature gets plus one, minus one. Whenever your equipped creature dies, you draw two cards. So with all of our token creations, Skull Clamp is and it equips for one. We're going to end up drawing quite a few cards with Skull Clamp. Last card in the draw section here would be the Antiquity Wars. Three, blue. Look at the top card. It's a Saga. Look at the top card of look at the top five cards of your library. You may reveal an artifact card from among them. Put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. Uh, that happens twice, and then on the third time, artifact creature or artifacts you control become artifact creatures with power and toughness five five. So if they're already artifact creatures, they just become five five artifact creatures. And then if there are artifacts, they become Five fives. So down to our last two sections here. The last two are going to be really quick, really easy, because there's one and two cards in them. So our one card slot here, our pretty much only Wrath effect is in Oblivion Stone, originally also from Mirrodin. Oblivion Stone, three mana artifact, pay four, tap, put a fate counter on target permanent, and then pay or pay five, tap, sacrifice Oblivion Stone, destroy each non-land permanent with a fate counter. Or without a fate counter on it. And then remove all fate counters from permanence. And then, one of our last section before lands, we have tutors. Fabricate, 
two blue, search your library for an artifact, reveal it, put it into your hand. World of Invention, X, blue, blue, blue. Instant, improvise, you may tap artifacts to help cast this cost. Uh, search your library for an artifact with converted mana cost X or less, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. In our land section, only some of the notable lands. We have Buried Ruin, uh, tap, add one colorless, two, tap, sacrifice, Buried Ruin, return target artifact card from your graveyard to your hand. Darksteel Citadel is an indestructible artifact land. We are playing Great Furnace and Seed of Synod. Uh, and then we have Inventor's Fair, also another tutor card. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control three or more artifacts, you gain a life. Taps to add one colorless. Pay four, taps, sacrifice, Inventor's Fair, search your library for an artifact. Activate this ability if you control three or more artifacts. Care Keep, going off a little bit off theme here uh, with these next two cards. Cares Keep, I think that's the way to say it. Legendary Land, tap, add one colorless to your mana pool. It also has the ability one red tap, put a 0-1 Cobalt creature token onto the, onto the battlefield. Another way to produce creatures just with our lands. Uh, and then the last notable off-topic thing here, Spring, Jap Spring Jack Pasture. Okay. Whew. Tap, add one to your mana pool. Pay four, tap, put a 0-1 goat onto the battlefield. Tap, sacrifice X goats, add X mana of one color, or of any one color to your mana pool, you gain X life. Uh, so with that, we're going to go on to the third section, where we're going to talk about the gameplay of the deck and a little bit about some of the highlighting cards. I'll see you in the third section. Is he in the kitchen? Does he have a pumpkin? Rima, tima, tim, tim. Dooba, dooba, dumpling. Poopy, doopy, pumpkin. Monkey watermelon. <laughs> Who wants to play video games? Bimo! What do you think about the stars in the sky? That is an interesting response. But hello, shut down. Bimo, that was weak. So this is the third section. Uh, we're going to go over a little bit of the stats of the deck, how the deck plays, uh, the colors, and how everything's shared. At the moment, we have 48 artifacts, so that bodes very well for our Mirror Incubator. If we want to, at the very least, say we draw no artifacts except for it, we'll get out 47 tokens. That's not going to happen, but that's okay. We're playing a total of 28 creatures, so right within the range we want to stay in, we're low on sorceries, instances, and enchantments. Uh, I am playing four or 34 lands. That is a little low, but I am playing some like Mox Opal, um, Soul Ring, uh, and a, quite a few talismans and things like that. The ramp package right now is eight normal ramp. Everything being at the very least one or two or under. And then we are also playing the Iron Mirror and silver mirror in that section too so we're up to 11 ramp which is what we want to stay at we're actually more blue heavy than we are red heavy playing five red cards that qualify so you could actually pack this deck with quite a few islands if you just want to instead of blue mana and then have your uh suite of like command tower catechate or cascading bluffs and things like that because you're going to want to hit your double blue a lot more often than you're going to want to hit your red 
at all. Uh, this deck could be playing things like Blasphemous Act, a few more Wrath Effects. You could probably even play Scrap Mastery, which is three red-red sorceries. Each player exiles all artifact cards from his or her graveyard, then sacrifices all artifacts he or she controls, and then puts all cards he or she exiled this way onto the battlefield. So it's a living death for artifacts. We are probably playing more artifacts than any other deck that you'd be coming up against, so you're going to usually benefit from that. The converted mana cost of the deck is a little high at 3.8. We are running quite a big converted mana cost at the bottom here. I mean, Metalwork Colossus probably also doesn't help with the average being 11 when it's really probably going to cost us around 6 or 7. But we are running some higher converted mana costs in our Mere Matrix and Mere Incubator and Mere Battlesphere. So I think the gameplay that you're going to want to strategize is creating tokens and then playing Brutoclad kind of towards the end when you have all those tokens, you have something you want to make them all into. Uh, a lot of decks that are Brutoclad based do play ways to create treasures a lot more. Uh, there are some sorceries and instances that create treasures, but for the most part, I like getting the mere theme out. Like I was have been talking about, mere Galvanizer is an important combo that we can get out. Uh, we do kind of play with that, making token copies with Cackling Counterpart or any of these other ways that we are playing to make token copies of Mirror Galvanizer. Since we can't play two naturally in EDH, we can try and get a copy out and then go for our infinite mana on those turns. It is kind of like a one, because you need, at the very least, you need three mana that can be produced by Mirror to be able to go off with mere Galvanizer copies. That was another consideration if I really wanted to... I am making this deck, so I'm probably going to add Urza High Artificer just for the fact that he makes all of our mirror into mirror that can produce mana. So really look into it. If you're thinking about building a mirror theme deck that makes these copies like this, play Urza's High Artificer because... It just makes it easier to go off with the entire deck. And then being able to just go infinite with him also is a great way. Some dumps that we have for our infinite mana here. Or, well, actually, let's go over another infinite mana combo that we have in the deck, which would be Mirror Galvanizer and Mana Echoes. Mirror Galvanizer and Mana Echoes, like we've been talking about, as long as you have five Mirror out, if you can get that last Mirror out to get an extra five, or if you have four Mirror out, you can get that last Mirror out. To get that five mana off of Mana Echoes, pay into Mirror Matrix, make a mirror, 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 your matrix goes insane. Uh, some dumps that we have, Memnarch is a good one. If you have infinite blue with the Galvanizer combo, Memnarch can steal all of the permanents from all of the players. If you have infinite red, Bosch can throw all of your artifacts at all of your opponents, deal the damage like that. I know that there are... There has to be an infinite combo, probably, with Clock Clan, Ironworks, and one of our Mirror. I haven't been able to really figure it out, but probably you can. If you do, leave a comment, message me, uh, or if there's a way to incorporate it into this color deck, uh, let me know. I would love to know. I'll probably add it to my uh, decks. This is going to be my Is It deck for that 32 deck challenge that I was talking about. A couple of those ways to just straight up win the game. Mechanized Production, Mirrored and Besieged, two ways that we can just end up kind of falling into a win with Mechanized Production or killing an opponent, a pesky opponent with mirror, Mirrored and Besieged. We are 
partially also a goal, go wide strategy because Brutaclad kind of allows us to do that. So mimic that, making say we get a four four of any kind underneath underneath mirror bat or mimic that. Uh, we just make all of our mirror into four fours, overrun our opponent. The Antiquity War is also another way to just end up getting into uh, a big combat, making all of our artifacts into 5-5s. Five we have quite a few ways to tutor up our combos or tutor up those essential cards in Kadotha Forge Master or the Fabricate or the Winds of Invention. It just really ends up being nice in that way. Uh, I'll let you know probably the next time when I have this built. I think I have a few cards coming from Card Kingdom. Uh... And I'll let you know how the deck plays. I think it's going to play pretty well. Probably for the first few times when my friends don't know really what's going to happen. And I bust out that combo with Mirror Galvanizer. And they're like, oh, he copied his crackling, or his cackling counterpart on his Mirror Galvanizer. What's he going to do? And I just come out and infinite mana, uh, steal all of your permanents. And then they'll probably just end up targeting Mirror Galvanizer quite a few times. But that's okay. We can also, some notable mentions that I didn't put in the deck that you probably should are things like Lightning Greaves, Swiftfoot Boots, things to protect your commander when he finally comes out. So with that, let's go on to the fourth and final section, which is the budget section. Anyway, I'm glad I followed him. Jeez, what if someone sees it going around like that? I saw him at 7-Eleven. He was reading Hustler. When? It's so nice. I wish I could have him at my house. Oh, yeah. You're not allowed to have any pets there, are you? Zameji! Come on inside. It's cold. I'm okay out here. My grandfather doesn't like her dating my brother. That's why you're keeping her out of the house? She said she doesn't care. him to run errands. Yeah, I told you to get the kind with the pole. Huh? What's up with that one? So, in the budget section, with the lands, this deck comes out to a total of $384.50 as of Architect. That's where I put all of my cards. The three highest-end cards we have in the deck are Mox Opal, Karn Liberated, and Mana Echoes. So, the good thing about all three of those right now is Double Masters did reprint all three. So we do have Mox Opal in Double Masters, Karn Liberated in Double Masters, and Mana Echoes in Double Masters. Right now, I would personally probably pick up the Mana Echoes if you're thinking about, you know, playing around with a deck like this, or playing around with any kind of tribal deck. Picking up Mana Echoes is probably the most important out of the three. The other two, you can do without a Karn Liberated. Uh, you could just end up running the Karn Sign of Urza 
and Car and the Great Creator. I would suggest making sure to have the Car and the Great Creator. It really helps get you to a later game, just being able to shut off your opponent's early game or their combo pieces with a or with the uh, passive effect. And then also the minus two really comes in handy when you're exiling things to to Mere Welder or if things are randomly getting exiled by opponents, you are able to gra- grab it back with Car and the Great Creator. Mox Opal, also, like I said, not super important. Uh, if we were to take out Mox Opal and if we were to take out Mox Opal and Karin Liberated, we would actually cut straight up a hundred dollars off of the deck, which would bring the deck down to about three hundred dollars total. But you you probably have quite a few of these commons and uncommons. A lot of the mirror stuff is only. 30 cents. The most expensive mirror card, I think, is Mirror Matrix, which you kind of need, but it's at $5 on Card Kingdom and $2.61 on TCG Player, so it might just be worth picking up. So, with that, on to the end of the show. Wow! Hey, Entrapta! Look over there! Is that a robot? A robot? Where? Oh, hello! <laughs> You're... Very technologically advanced. So, we made it. We made it to the end of the show. Uh, my schedule is kind of be going to probably be crazy. I'll probably get them out when I can. I don't want to be set on anything because my life is so fluctuating. I have a marriage coming up. I have a lot of things coming up. Well, obviously not anymore due to the pandemic. Uh, we're trying to reschedule things, but that's okay. I do want to get a guest on. I do want to try. I'd like to get up to 10 episodes just to know that I can do 10 episodes and have the format stick the way I like it right now. Get up to those 10 episodes, then I'll start a lot of things, start the Patreon, start getting guests. I already have one of my friends lined up. I made sure that he knows kind of how it goes, and then we'll have him on. But if you have any questions, concerns, comments, uh, if you want to share a thematic deck with me, or if you just want to talk, you feel free to text or to tweet me at WolfieStar. Nope. Feel free to tweet at me at WolfieMTG on Twitter, or to write me an email at WolfieStar12 at gmail.com. If you write me, I'll message you back. We can chat however you'd like. Um, and in the show notes, you'll be able to find this deck that I have. Uh, you can look that up. I am at the moment, I believe I re-upped on iTunes, Spotify, uh, and then on MTG Cast. So you can catch me on all of those at Thematic Commander. I just wanted to say thank you again and keep it thematic. Those slow motion scenes are really tough, huh? Yeah, you have to hold your breath until they cut. You can get cramps from that, you know? What? I thought it was a special effect. You're doing the slow motion?